the Death Material Podcast. Uh, with me on deck today is Craig. Go ahead and say hey, Craig. How's it going, guys? Good. And then uh, we've got a couple of guests on deck with us today as well. We've got Daniel and Josh from the Iterators. How's it going, guys? How are you doing, man? Glad uh, to be here. Living the dream. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm excited that you're here. Uh, I burned all your episodes that were available down this week. Yeah. <laughs> and I got through two of the three. Said uh, we got to have these guys on. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we're uh, we're very um, appreciative to uh, for for y'all to get us on your uh, your podcast. Yeah. Hundred yeah. well, percent. Thanks, thanks for having. Thanks for thanks for coming on. That's the big thing. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, especially on short notice. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Found out about you guys yesterday, and today we're recording with you. Hey, <laughs> to be yeah. fair, that's because he doesn't check his messages very frequently. <laughs> fair enough. Well, hey, you're giving me an opportunity to talk about heresy. I mean, tell me when and where, and I'll do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> well, if you enjoy it, just fire us a note. You can mm -hmm. come back whenever you want. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll hold you to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> if you ever want to go on like just a really impassioned rant, like this is the place to do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's there's a number of times where I get pretty fired up. <laughs> no, you <laughs> don't say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to it, rein him in sometimes. That's true. <laughs> well, you come back. Come like, back. Tries. <laughs> well, I do try. I'm like come a broken. Back, I'm like an come unbroken on. stallion when I get going. <laughs> Um, so right on so uh yeah why don't you guys uh, tell us a little bit about yourself tell us about the podcast how you got started in heresy and uh, what you guys play yeah uh dan you want to start it off yeah sure so um i i started playing uh the horse heresy back in 2012 um right when it all kind of started up with book one uh betrayal and um, prior to that i used to be playing uh 40k for quite some time but once the uh the heresy books started coming out i'm like oh i really need to play this this is like this is my jam I, I love my world leaders i love the background behind them and i really kind of got like went full in on that um so from there i'm kind of been playing it for this the entire time since then and uh yeah so we, we're kind of located here in north carolina so me and josh are both located in uh the raleigh area in north carolina united states and uh we we didn't have anyone to actually play with so me and him actually kind of met on happenstance um we actually had no idea like we didn't know each other or anything of that nature i was actually selling a um a uh centurion from the uh betrayal at Kalth box yeah the chaplain mm -hmm. yep yep <laughs> oh yeah i, I had him at the store by the way i left him there so he oh no wait yeah, I, I forgot to tell you about that, but yeah, he's he's been there for the past two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but in any case, uh, we we met up. Um, so I was selling him, I sold him that model, um, and we met up. And I'm like, hey, by the way, do you play 30k? He's like, yeah, I do. Uh, um, I'm like, cool. What are you doing tomorrow? Well, like tomorrow afternoon. He's like, nothing. I'm like, you you want to play a game? And we're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and so. That's kind of the start of our community, and currently we're at what forty-seven at the moment. Yeah, we have, we have That's killer. On the Discord That's right awesome. Now. And, that, yeah, and that so. was actually about a year ago, like about this time. It was like last August, September, when because we played one game, and then it was a while before we played a game again, and then right. and then it became like a every week thing, and now it's been like, I mean. I haven't missed a game of an every week Thursday game in like probably four months. Like <laughs> the last I know, time right? I missed it, I was like sick. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, we're like every Thursday night we're out there at like three four o'clock. Uh, so it's a ton of fun. 
That's sick. Yeah. And it, it's it's gotten to the point where uh, we're actually opening up in a new location. We're not in a new location, yeah, we're but the Harry. <laughs> we're running out of room in the current place. So the uh, local gaming store opened up, uh, uh, bought the, the 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 store adjacent or the uh, the store place adjacent to uh, his store, and he's bringing in eight more tables. Um, oh. Yep. And then and then on top of that, there's some guys that are starting to get into 30k who are not in like in in the kind of like South Raleigh carry area. Uh, if yeah, anyone's aware of that, but yeah. yeah. So they're start so they're opening up or not opening up, but they're going to another LGS. So the 30k community in North Carolina is actually growing to having a second location um, out in another local gaming store. So it's really exciting right now to kind of see what's kind of happening as far well, as the awesome. 30 with with the uh, the heresy community is kind of doing. Um, and I really think, honestly, the reason why it's opening up so much is because, or why it's growing so rapidly is because of how fun 30K is and how awesome the, how, how you can bring the 30K narrative, right? And kind of um, that the narrative and the story and, and the background and the history that, that's kind of the pseudo quote unquote pseudo history that's, that's there and mm -hmm. kind of integrate that into what you already like what's available with the models and whatnot and because the 30k is so conducive towards building a narrative as opposed to building a competitive game people really kind of buy into that role play aspect of the or the theater of the mind where you really start to get in and buy into your characters you buy into your legion you buy into your aspect of legion and mm -hmm. instead of min maxing things you're looking at well you know, what's, you know, what do I like? You know, what, what am I interested in? And, and, and how could I represent that portion of the lore, that portion of the story that I find fascinating? How can I bring that to life on the tabletop? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head and that's, oh, yeah, that's what sucked me into it. Um, so I, I mean, before we were recording, we were talking a little bit about like, mm -hmm. ah, I kind of want to dismantle my, my Ravens, but, and I just keep getting pulled back to like Agapito Nev just leading like a drop force on Istvan. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, 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 Raven guard, particularly, I think you were saying it was the, the Decurion video that you were listening to and going over the Raven guard and like kind of getting inspired by the idea of like the smaller skirmish scale style stuff. Like, is that, is that, is that right? Or did I miss here? Yeah, earlier? no, no, it, like it, it, it did. Um, I was all ready to start pulling like heads off of models and start. Oh, dude, right. Well, and, and those smaller skirmish, um, skirmish style stuff is like perfect, right. For those, those more spec ops, like think Raven guard, think alpha legion, you know, uh, those type of legions or even um, even like your real duelist legions, right? Like Space Wolves, Emperor's mm -hmm. Children. And you can really get in and have those very personal combat. Uh, Sons of Horus, like, um, you know, running Sons of Horus is, is really cool. Every time we do Decurion with them, it's, it's always really cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, a lot of those legions like that maybe you or you can see a different aspect of the legion that you may not see on, on a bigger scale, but you can scale it down. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I'm like the Decurion thing actually has got me thinking, and uh, I, I don't know how far along you guys are oh, in it's the, uh, the siege. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, for the siege of Terra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how far along you guys are in that. Um, but like, there's some smaller pockets of other legions that are around, 
Like, right. you know, the whole Legion didn't make it back, but, like, you know, a, a couple guys did. Right. And this is, like, that That to me just screams, like, this is the perfect way to kind of have a smaller game within a larger game. Right? Exactly. So, like, you could have you could have a big-ass table playing the actual, like, main Siege and then have some guys around playing Decurion games or... We uh, actually were going to do that last night. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Yesterday. Yes, yeah. it. Yeah. Great yeah. minds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, basically what happens, we're playing a... There was two guys playing a Zomertalis game. Um, and while the Zomertalis game was going on, and it was Which White was Scars... Pluto, or yeah. it, was, it was modified Pluto. It was White Scars versus Alpha Legion. It was going to be Alpha Legion Imperial Fists. Yeah. And we did the mission based on the mission set that warhammer community released which was awesome that they did that i'm really excited yeah. for the future with that Same. um but uh but we did a mission from that but but anyway you were saying dan yeah so as they so it was white scars versus um alpha legion and while they were doing their thing we were having kind of like like kind of the the operative kind of mission inside of that and so i had i have a, a decurion list of um imperial like five, fists yeah five yeah templars. just five yeah. imperial fists yeah five <laughs> templars and that's all i'm yeah. that's all i have that's it <laughs> but it's so cool because you know i have my five guys and they have their own little mission that's going on within the larger mission that's occurring and then josh on the other hand so I he have has... my I have my eight I have my eight Alpha Legionnaires that are painted up like Raven Guard. The idea being oh. they have infiltrated, <laughs> so they're they're black, and then they have yellow eyes, and uh, their per their bolters are purple. So it's like this kind of shade. It's it's this weird purple that uh, it makes them just look a little off. So it's like you can they look like Raven Guard, and then they have a tint on their silver. So I did the silver shoulder pads from uh from I, I believe it's book three yeah um or no book two from black book two and they had the silver shoulder pads but i tint, uh, tinted them a purple kind of like the alpha legion in book three in yeah. black book three where they had that slight uh tint so it, they look a little they're cool mm -hmm. um but to run that it's like a spec ops mission side by side with the the full scale game was cool yeah, that's that's sick. That's and I, awesome. I love I love that you see the yellow eyes. Like in literature, like for years, the yellow eyes were kind of a symbol of like you like can't predator. trust it. Yeah. Yeah, like the predator, yeah. Yeah. Uh I and I, I use the same thing. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I use the same thing. So my alpha okay. legionnaires have the yellow lenses and uh so do my black shields. To be oh, fair, so I dope. I to be fair, I, my wife told me about that because my wife is really big. Into, <laughs> my wife is really big into like history credit and and <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got to credit my wife to that one. <laughs> that wasn't my that wasn't something I I came up on my own. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No, that's uh that's awesome. Um, yeah, but but the cool thing about Decurion, um, kind of getting into that aspect is that when Every time you read a Horace Heresy novel, right? Um, yeah. So the 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 books from the Black Library, right? Um, we'll just use for example the the first three books, right? Horace Rising, False Gods, mm. Galaxy, and Flames, and even Fulgrim for that matter, um, or really any of them. Literally grab any of them and, and go with it. Um, the thing is, is that you're looking at combat through like the eyes squad of level. exactly at the squad. Yeah. Yeah, platoon level. So, well, and we also and all look the at movies 
right? If you look at any of the, the great war movies, right, you're you're looking at combat from a squad or platoon level. So you kind of encaptured or you kind of encaptured that same feel as like yeah. as reading or you know, reading or listening to an audiobook or you know, watching a movie like Saving Private Ryan or or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like Saving Private Ryan, it was just a squad of Rangers going out there right. doing their thing. Um yeah. and, and again, it, it gets a little bit more personal. So every single dice roll becomes that much more important. It becomes that much more weighted. Um and you yeah. really kind of that that theater of the mind as the game as as the game is um kind of un unfurling before your very eyes, um, really becomes like it makes you look at the game at it from a different perspective, from a much more personal perspective. And the coolest yeah. thing about it is that you're using the same rule set with very minor tweaks as like the smallest tweaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally literally a, pa- <laughs> a page worth, worth of tweaks um, yeah. to reg to, to regular 30 K. And so it's like, if you're playing these huge games or anything of that nature, now, granted, I'm not saying, you know, big games are, or, you know, I don't play those. Like I, I love bringing out my prime marks. There's a lot I love of playing those, those too. Yeah. yeah 2,500, but point, they're a different point, style. They're a different, they're a exactly, different narrative but, behind them. Right. Exactly, exactly. So where you're looking at those 2,500 to 3,000 point games, you're looking at like almost uh, you're getting in the mindset of a company commander, whereas opposed to if you're getting into those those like Dakirian games, you're almost getting into the mindset of like a squad leader, right, or a fire mm. team leader. What think, are it, doing a doing like a shattered legions where you're kind of like, hey, I'm a fire team leader, but maybe you just roll D like you roll dice to see what you roll a D three to pick what Legion and then a D six for what type of unit it is for just like, you know, random guys that have been at like, as like a ISFAN five thing mm. and doing a force that you literally make at random using dice. Right. And yeah. then you, you know, you kind of like just, and then, and then you're thinking, okay, so I have this, this completely random group of guys and we're going up against, you know, whatever right how are we going to go about doing it and um and you've seen it at that level is really cool yeah the the other like idea that immediately jumps out of my head when i was listening to you guys talk about it was if you've ever wanted to play the guys from the sisyphean and like the like nikona shuriken and Mm -hmm. uh like his buddies like that's a perfect way to do that like have your hero as a vigilator with like two chernable sabers that's your nikona shuriken yeah that's how i built that mine anyway so dope <laughs> and uh <laughs> and and then uh you know take a tech marine to be sabic wayland and take a take a couple of iron hands legionaries so, and so then you I'm could behind, take a an apothecary as Wait, so are these salamander so guy I'm, so i'm not familiar with all these characters i'm newer oh, to okay. the books okay so i'm so so as far as the actual the heresy books i am literally on i've read like up to eisenstein <laughs> or no I've oh, okay read a bit, and i've read program and i've read the first three but this is i'm actually gotcha. a little newer to the hobby okay so this or this two, is kind of well. so the yeah, sisyphium yeah. <laughs> is uh is an iron hands ship that escapes okay. from isfan five um, okay awesome and so it's kind of like this offshoot of a story. Like they don't really play into the major portions of the heresy too much. Uh, oh, and but they have their cool like side quests. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, like, okay, that's you know, cool. I, I won't, I won't spoil it for you. But like, I'll, you know, I'll mention a couple cool things that happen. Like they have yeah. run-ins with like Dermatis Personae. Um, okay. But uh, so you know, Isvan Five happens, mm. and one of the Mordathan get like just chewed to shit. And the Mordathan, well, you're pretty familiar with the Raven Guard, so, yeah. uh, and 
and as as some iron hands are escaping, this uh, iron father like picks one up, uh, and that's Nikona Shuriken. Okay. And cool. so manages to get him off like off planet, uh, and then they basically kind of design like or tweak uh, a, a storm eagle to basically be a darkwing pattern storm eagle. So they've they've got like their own stealth jet. And so they can run That's like cool. stealth missions and shit. Oh, so, uh, they're, so they're doing like, so they're almost like a, uh, like a resistance force, basically. Yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. what they are, right? Okay, so, that, that's, and so it's like a little side story. Okay, that's cool. I like yeah, that. so it, awesome. it's like 95% Iron Hands. Yeah. Uh, and then they and have then their the chief apothecary guy. has been replaced with a, a Salamanders guy. Um, I'm drawing a blank on what his name is. It's like right on the tip of my tongue, but, but, but it's a salamander's apothecary. Yeah, so it's like a, a salamander's apothecary, and then a bunch of iron hands, and then bunch a, of iron a raven hands. guard, more Dathan guy. Yeah, exactly, and he's like okay, he's a crack cool. shot. And so the first book that they're in is is in Angel Exterminatus, which is mm-hmm. like a fairly important book, and I won't go through like what happens in that, but I will okay. tell you that Sherikin like dummies Fulgrim in the head with a shot. <laughs> like almost almost kills him like he misses his eye by like a hair uh and so the bullet kind of like gets deflected by his brow wow. and like almost scalps him um, okay, that's cool that's yeah cool. when well, i i recently have started well i i guess i've been i've been collecting emperor's children for like six months now so Fulgrim is uh so that I, I'm gonna take that personally. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, you know what? I'll I, I'm to play some games again. Yeah. Well, uh, if I'm ever down in the area, I'll, I'll bring yeah, some yeah, with me. I'll bring my Nikona Sherokin and I'll try to hey man, take him off in the head. Yeah. Let's yeah, I'll try it. to pump him in the head. Um, you know, well, I I mean, you guys have to come to Adepticon now. You have a podcast. You're kind of held to the fire. So I guess I'll just yeah, do it there. We, we were we were told that. Yeah. <laughs> I was too. So. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna bring them to uh, to Adepticon because uh, like myself and and Miles are trying to get a like an an Istvan five mega battle setup. Oh, like, that would be awesome. kind of in the evening. I would 100% before that. 100% before that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sweet. Um, and actually, uh, you know what? I like I like the Decurian stuff so much. Maybe I'll do that as some of the surrounding tables as well. We'll have a couple Ooh, like tables cool. surrounding, so that way, like, like let's say we've got like two people who, like, uh, or four people, I guess, like two showing up with Ferris Manus and two showing up with Fulgrim. They can have like a grudge match and just play that little section of the battle against each other uh, while everyone else, cool. like, you know, while somebody else is playing in like the actual full scale. Yeah. Quote unquote, reenact. My brother has some iron hands. So yeah, we could definitely Sweet. make that happen. Bring yeah. them along. Um, yeah. I'm staying at the Weston, I think. I can't remember. Oh, actually I got it right here. The Wyndham. The Wyndham. Yeah. The, yeah. The main, the main one's booked up. Like the main hall is booked up. The Wyndham's like a 13 minute walk. Um, it's just across from like this tiny little pond. Uh, awesome. And the rates are good. They're like $72, $72 a night US. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So if you guys are going to come, that'd be my recommendation for a stay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty much where I think I'm going to be booking as soon as I get the okay from my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, going I to LV- ask for permission. I just didn't ask for forgiveness. Maybe going to LVO <laughs> and 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 uh, Adepticon. I mean, she seems to be okay with it, but you know, 
when they say they're fine with it, you can never trust that. Just uh, <laughs> just have her come for like the weekend beforehand, and then you can check out Chicago, which is a friggin' wicked city. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have been, but actually, I've never been to Chicago. But hey, it's killer. You know, yeah. It's it's a friggin' great. Yeah, I used to go for work quite a bit, and like it's the restaurants are fantastic. Like the nightlife is crazy. They have like just hidden bars in places. <laughs> like you have to go down like an alley. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found one. Like went down an alley, and then there's just like a guy standing outside like a steel door, and I'm like, I'm pretty oh, sure it's like a, sick guys. Like yeah, a speakeasy. speakeasy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's but, cool. Like, oh wow. They would, okay. they would change the theme of the speakeasy like every little while. So I'm like, I have no idea what this is gonna look like. I found it like through reddit actually um <laughs> and because uh, we had heard these things existed so i'm like if anyone's gonna give it up it's gonna be someone on reddit <laughs> and uh so we find it and like you know the bouncer's outside he's got like a nice jacket on he looks cool i'm like all right it's probably gonna be like pretty nice in here and then you know we come down the stairs and it, it kind of has like a real like lounge speakeasy look while they're checking ids and we're like all right all right cool this is gonna be like this is gonna be upscale i'm into it and then we walk through the doors and it's a fucking tiki bar <laughs> and uh yeah and then i was just like beyond hungover for work the next day <laughs> but yeah wicked town um you guys will love it uh, yeah but uh right now, well why don't uh why don't we talk a little bit about some hobby progress um you know kind of what have you guys been up to in the last two weeks um craig why don't, why don't you kick us off and then we'll All right. get through our hosts uh, well, Guess. I've been planning, like, because I made the, made the decision that I wasn't going to take my Death Guard to LVO, and I want to take my Sons of Horus because of a certain model that I'm going to be getting my hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been really working on workshopping the list for it. I was actually yep. sitting down. I, I laid out a bunch of shit in front of me on my coffee table in the basement. I was just like, okay, what do I want in this list? How am I going to make this list make sense, have a cohesive theme behind it? Because when I originally built my Sons of Horus, and this was me and Alex were doing a um, return to Istvan, kind of like Istvan 3. We were going to go through the missions of Istvan 3, and I was going to be Loyalist Sons of Horus, and he was going to be Traitor Emperor's Children. That's awesome. That was our, that was our original plan. Uh, one of us still has our army from that. <laughs> the other one doesn't. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and so when my army was based around this Loyalist force, I have zero air support so i was like okay how can i make this work and i started um really working on how i wanted it so i was like i want to be in your face i'm not really going assault wise i was going to go i'm going more heavy firepower um everything's in in transports everything's going to be up close and personal right away uh nothing that just seems out of the blue no like random draw pause or anything like that just to fill in spots so I now have to purchase some more models, but that's beside the point. I like that. That's not a problem for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically I was dopamine. just, yeah, I need that dopamine <laughs> fix big time. But yeah, so basically I was just workshopping a list for the last couple, cause it started with an idea Then it started, you know, I started working on it and I tried to figure out what I have, what I need, how I'm going to make it work, what's the theme behind it. So that's just basically what I've been working on and then trying to figure out, you know, if Forge World has the stuff in stock or not, which seems to be the, be the new biggest problem. So, a uh, quick couple questions on that, okay? Sure. So, the first thing, is it the model that you're hoping to come out, the one that we were talking about earlier? No. 
Okay, it's not that one. It's no, it's like okay, a bespoke okay. model that mm-hmm. um, uh, we had like okay. a connection to. Okay. So okay. It's cool. like a, a limited run thing. We're gonna give one out as a prize at OVO. Okay. Cool. Um, and uh, and actually, so I, I guess I should mention on Craig's like list building. I, I don't know if you guys are signed up or, or looking at LVO, but um, like uh, I changed it a little bit. I got like a little crazy with it. It's something that I've done in other events. Um, mm-hmm, to which has worked out really well. Yeah, and it's worked out great. So um, when I when people are building their lists, like it's 3000 points for the most part, but you have to be able to break that down into a 2000 point Centurion plus list. Oh, that's very huh. cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, cool. normally I would do Centurion and then frontline, but some people were like, Oh, like it's going to be tough for me to fly with that many models. And I'm just like, okay, we'll do Centurion plus. And so Centurion plus gives you like access to a couple more light vehicles. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of it. Right. So Centurion plus. So yeah, you guys use Mournival. I was wondering that you yeah. guys use Mournival in your community. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. We do the same in the well. You guys, you guys already know, but yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I'm actually a very recent convert to Mortival. I know. So I, I for the longest man. time, I, dude. He fought <laughs> tooth and nail, and I had to like slowly like be like, "It's okay." Like, I, like, calm him down. It's okay. It's okay. It was like one unit at a time. I was like, just a just small go, bit of heroin. You know, You'll get it. Like, like, right? You know, just, you know, just this one unit, it's not going to hurt you. It doesn't bite. And then it'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, okay, okay, that's fine. But no well, more. And I'd be like, well, well, no, no, there's, you know, this one over here is kind of cool too. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that fight, man. I know that fight. <laughs> and so I guess what kind of won me over as far as why Mournival, I think, is such a cool concept and why I ended up buying into it uh, so hard um, was because, and again, like Josh just said, I was adamantly against bringing more of all units into our community at first because i'm like oh well these are fan rules i'm not quite too sure how they're vetted like are they like are, are they even balanced and there's a unit here that i don't really know if that will work all that well and anything like that but then i stopped and i i I guess what kind of changed my mind outside of Josh like constantly pressuring me <laughs> was <laughs> was um um the the whole idea of the of 30k is to represent the 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 lore and the background onto the tabletop mm-hmm. and so when i started to kind of when i stopped myself and go well the reasons why i'm not really buying into some of these units is be or into the concept of the whatever is because I was almost kind of get into the whole like I don't want to say like the rules aspect but I didn't want it to turn into like oh well here's if I, if there's some unknown broken combo and then it I, I was concerned that the community would just devolve into like just um like a like, detente yeah exactly exactly and and but Again, it, it's just looking at well, what is what is thirty k all about anyway? In the first place, it's about mm. it's 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 about the the narrative. It's about the story. I always liken this to a lot of people. Um, I'll, I'll bring a black book kind of or wherever I go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's kind of heavy, but you know, I, I get used to it after a while. But um, what I do is, if you look at one of those black books, eighty percent of it is nothing but lore, background, um narrative missions, ideas, concepts, 
all and and then concept art as well like yeah. and then they call them like picked feeds and whatnot like as far as in the in the um like in in the in the books mm -hmm. um and and that is all to kind of set the backdrop or the foundation of how you're supposed to build it and then from there the last 15 percent 10 20 to 15 percent of the book is rules um because it's like okay now that we've given you like alan blythe like and what I think how I'm Blythe kind of set it up is now that we've kind of set up the framework of, you know, kind of this background that we both love and we both enjoy and, and, and this amazing and and uh, extremely elaborate uh, uh, background. Now that we set that framework, okay, here, now here's the rules to play the game. Here are the models to do it. And so when you look at like, Mornival or really anything uh, for that matter, whether it be the typical Red Book, Age of Darkness, or the Mornival rules, you're looking at something that, okay, it's not really telling like, oh, to, to, to win or to lose. It's more along the lines of to tell the story. So like mm -hmm. a lot of times, like the one of the funnest games I've ever played, I've lost. Um, I think the one of the, the, the best games I've played, I think was with, yeah, or was with Josh um, and we were playing a, a, a rule or one of the missions from book one where there was an iterator that was trying to get to like an Arvis lighter trying to get yeah. off the planet oh, or yeah, something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, we played that one. Played oh, that, that game or that, that mission is so much, it's so fun. But mm -hmm. I, I ended up yeah, losing that, that was, game. That was a blast. Crap. <laughs> that was such a fun game. And we had literally everyone in, like in the store that was like crowded around the table like on the edge of our seats, rolling dice, and we were rolling dice to see what would happen because it wasn't. Oh, not... the last, the last roll, it was like it was like that final roll. You literally needed an eight to get a charge <laughs> to like to, to have your reverse with the jump packs make the charge and like grab the iterator and you know cut him down before he gets to the lighter, and uh, and you rolled a seven. Yeah, <laughs> <a> seven. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, but I think that that is so cool now people can either a get like oh i rolled a seven now i lost or in my opinion the way i saw it is these guys are zipping on as quick as they can they're trying to get to this guy and it's like the whole like get to the chopper moment you know <laughs> and this yeah. guy's running for his life at these as he's like superhumans with jump packs like are trying to cut this guy down and he yeah. barely makes it onto the lighter very last second or onto yeah, the dives onto the onto yeah, the ramp exactly as yeah. as he's Reavers are like basically clawing at his at his like his heels, mm -hmm. you know, as the thing takes off. And to me, that the 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 theater of the mind or the um the background behind that the, the story that's being unfolded before our very eyes is so much more or takes precedence precedence excuse me so much more over did I win or did I lose or what was that dice roll versus what you know all mm -hmm. that jazz. So yeah. and, and and that's and that's what makes it fun because we're all I assume everyone who plays 30k or most people who play 30k um are enamored with the uh the background of of what's what's occurring uh, as far as like the lore that we're given and to tell that story is just so much fun so much fun and it, that's infinitely in my opinion at least it's infinitely more um important to tell that not important exciting that would be a better way to yeah. put it mm. yeah. infinitely more Enjoy exciting more. yeah exciting and enjoyable to tell that story as opposed to did i win or did i lose yeah uh, i agree I with you completely agree with you um like for example I, I didn't tell you that craig put the boots to me when i fought <laughs> more 
I just told you <laughs> that, like, I fought Mortarian for seven rounds, and he couldn't scratch my paint job. <laughs> like, um, but see, isn't that such an awesome story? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah oh, it's way better. It's way better than I can't tell you what he beat me by. I know he, I know he beat me, but like, I was four two. Okay, well, Craig knows. <laughs> I said I think I don't yeah, remember no, off the I, top I of my head. I'm just, I'm just bugging you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's those exact sort of like cinematic moments. Uh, the first time I busted my my ashen claws out. And I took Kiryani out for a spin. I was playing a three-way zone Mortalis. And I just mm-hmm. laid in wait and let the other two guys beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> and then uh, and the, the, the other guy, he's, he's, uh, he's been a long-time listener of our show. He, he did up a couple of nights errant for something that we said we were going to do. And we will at some point. I'm sorry, Marie. <laughs> um, and uh, so his, his uh, nights errant job was to like get down into my deployment zone. And I didn't know that, but I just kept trying to kill this knight errant. So I like teleported a whole squad of cataphractii with like volkites in front of him, and he managed to like dive into the hallway while I just vaporized the blood angel squad he's with. <laughs> and then he's just running down the hallway while Death Guard are like chem munitioning his other blood angel buddies, and um, gets down into the hallway. And then I just kind of like bolt pistoled him once, put him to a knee. And then two more marauders like walk around the corner with the sturdy shotguns and just gave him the Peter Weller treatment from Robocop. And then we were like, right on. He's like, he's like, you know what? He's like, it's always kind of been one of my goals to die from an Astarte shotgun. So, <laughs> so nobody takes them. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> we use what we can. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. Yeah, and, and and that and that's what again. It's a theater of mind, a theater of the mind, the cinematic um, um, storytelling. That storytelling, and exactly that's that's exactly what it is. So something that Josh and I kind of talk about on our podcast is 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 when 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 we when we play a game of thirty k. Um, the way I look at it is I'm not necessarily playing – I'm not playing to win or, I'm, or anything of that nature. What, what I'm trying to do is I'm hanging out with somebody, right? Yeah. Here and, and think about it. I, I try thinking about it from this perspective. So when, when guys hang out or we, you know, when everyone hangs out or you know, you're hanging out with your buds and your friends and whatnot, right? You can go play golf. You can go, you know, you go play tennis, go to the bar, do whatever, whatever it is that your hobby is, right? But how often do you have an event or a, a, a universe, essentially, that is almost like a club, right? Like, a, like nope. you know, here's this awesome lore and this background, the history, and you can tell a part of that story through the tabletop, right? And so when we're hanging out and I'm playing a game against any one of my buds or really anybody, for that matter, playing 30K, I'm – what it, what's real? What's really occurring is that like I'm hanging out with a friend. I'm hanging out with a potential friend, mm-hmm. right? And and we are just rolling dice, having a good time. I'm not too concerned about whether I'm winning or losing. I'm concerned about, you know, are we having a good time? Is he having a good time? Am I, am I having a good time? Are we, you know, like like are are we telling like Let's find out what the stories that that's uh, that's unfolding before our very eyes. Kind of like mm-hmm. what you were saying about that cinematic moments where that guy's jumping through the hallway while all of his buddies are actually getting gunned down. He's running down like this is all occurring through both of your mind, both of your minds, both players. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. And both players yeah. are kind of the story is being unfolded almost <clears throat> like a movie before your very eyes. But you have 
a say in that movie. And to me, I think yeah. that's so awesome. That's that that concept of of that creativity, right? Based and where both parties are coming from the same uh, background, right? Where there's like a common denominator of what's occurring, and then both of you together are co-authoring this small little story that's occurring in this wider universe um, is so awesome. And, and, and that there's weight behind it too. It's not weightless. It's not like, Oh, we played a game and that's the end of that. And off we go. Right. It's just yeah. like some sort of yeah. games that you play. It's like, even if it's like a pickup game, there's this theater of the mind that's occurring. And then it kind of facilitates like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to like get another game and build off of what just happened? Yeah. Yeah, dude, let's do it. You know? And, and, and to me that's, and, and you build friendships that way you build, mm-hmm. um, that, that you build your story that way. And you also, you know, uh, build the, uh, the story behind your boys as well. Yeah. And no, I hundred percent agree. Coming back. Um, and, and that's, I think that's kind of the main reason why, you know, we had a few requests when, when I was designing LVO, uh, for this coming year. And it was like, keep keep the unique characters out of the main event just let them for the mega battle mm-hmm. like right. and i was like you know what i'm into it like you so now it, it's very much like I, I can't remember which one you guys said it on your podcast but you know your praetor becomes like your commander and it's like you are down there right yeah and so you're exactly. building your force you're like okay i gotta head down to this planet because <clears throat> fulgrim has left after the you know the opening salvo He's left me in charge. What do I need so that I don't fucking drop the ball for him? Or what's what's even more meta is to build characters in your army that are based on like people or or an idea, right? So like an idea. So it could be based on someone you personally know, or it could be based on like a flaw, right? Where you're like, hey, I think this flaw is really interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Let me build a character around that flaw and you know maybe here's some good traits here's some bad traits and you build a character around it and then you think hey how would he go about trying to accomplish a task right and kind of make it like from a third like like a third person perspective yeah and then and kind of doing that so it's like um like one thing with with uh some of my night lords is like i have this one character who you know thought is hey how would he go about doing it and what type of units would he and what type of tactics would he want to employ you know and um and i i, I don't know what it is that you originally said that kind of triggered that thought <laughs> in me but, um, but yeah uh, no that's 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 fucking you're right that is meta um and, and i love <laughs> it i i normally like i pick somebody from the lore and i go i'm gonna i think i can make that character Mm-hmm. And exactly. then yeah. I make him and, and I try so to cool build him. Yeah, 100%. But I love that, like, you know, what's a character flaw? And you've got me thinking now, because I've been trying to build, like, I've been dicking around with a list in Quartermaster, like, oh, yeah. a little <laughs> bit today. Like, I was riding around with one of my reps, and so you know, I had a lot of, like, windshield time while he's well, returning sure. phone calls. And, um, well, actually, and I was like, I'm, what, if, how can I tweak that now to represent, like, his absolute obsessive hatred for word bearers right like and, then, and so so how can so how can so this is a raven guard character yeah so he's he's one of the uh the main commanders um so there there's yeah. there's two brothers like um and they're kind of like the the main two guys and so one is okay. agapito nev and he gets stranded on um on isvan 5 with korax 
Okay. Uh, and so manages to survive through that. And for the most part, he's like the tact. He's the the head of the tactical companies. And okay. then his brother Brandnev gets put in charge of the Raptors. Um, and so uh, the Raptors. Ah, oh, that's such a cool. Oh, you could what the possibilities of what you can. Ah. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 So that, now I'm thinking like, cause I've, I've kind of been balls, like I've been like pushing denim over um, like bad abors pretty hard right now too. Mm. So I'm thinking I might like, instead of just fully repainting like these Ravens that I've got up here, I might keep mm. them, but I'll paint some of them up in that Raptors green and put the Raptors iconography on them. Um, because we don't have unit, we don't have rules for like the ones that get all fucked up and like, um, yeah mutated yeah. from the alpha legion actions but the first induction they get out scot-free like they're fine and they're they're kind of like called smooth skins and those survivors go on to found the the second founding chapter of the raptors but yeah his brother leads uh, brand nev leads the raptors and he's actually the one who saves agapito and and <clears throat> uh korax kind of at the last minute when angron's bearing down on him uh and then yeah so and actually the the Praetor that we were talking about earlier, I based him on a character as well, um, Gareth Arendi. And he's uh, he's this Praetor. He used to be the head of the Honor Guard for Korax, okay. the um, Shadow Wardens. Okay. And, uh, so they often depict him with like a jump pack. And they don't really talk about the Raven's Talons too much in the lore, but I gave them to him because they look fucking cool. And, mm -hmm. and uh, that so, model looks absolutely fantastic, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I was like, this would be perfect for like, you know, a guy who's kind of always just one step behind Korax a little bit. Yeah. But uh, he mm -hmm. actually ends up, I can't remember for how many days it was, but he ends up on uh, Istvan 5 for like 900 days, 99 days or something insane. <laughs> like, That's crazy. Just, fighting against traitors like mm -hmm. out of every like just in the dirt um and so it's, it's actually it's even more fitting that he's been surviving like crazy uh, against like primarchs and shit well, it's like, and so so you can kind of think well how would that event like and maybe look at people in real life right you know yeah. how do how do people who are who are in extended you know combat zones in real life how do they respond and then kind of take that, hey, how would an Astartes respond? And then they're still in the fight, right? There's still expectations. Yeah. He, there's still, you know, that leadership uh, expected from him. So how does then, but, you know, what does that trigger or what does that cause in him that then changes how he goes about his tactics? Yeah. And, like, and that's a really cool way to look at it. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I also quickly looked it up. I was way off on the 99-day thing. He spent 630 days. On his oh, yeah, yeah, just a little <laughs> bit longer. Right? Just a wee bit longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, the story where they where like he meets back up with Korax and them is actually a pretty good one because they get pretty suspect about him and about everyone that he brought with him because right. they're, they're using a Psyker to kind of probe them. And the Psyker's like, there's something there. Like They all have this weird shared secret, but I can't peg it. So they kind of think he might be like an alpha legionary, but it's, uh. like, it's way worse than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's a, uh, he's, he's a cool character um, and he's pretty hardened. Uh, yeah. To, to kind of, uh, I guess, tease our next episode um, on the iterators podcast. Yep. Um, what we're going to be doing actually is actually diving into creating a character um, like from scratch. 
and mm-hmm. using kind of like um, ideas from history, from from the lore, history, flaws, character traits, and all that yeah. to develop someone on your own. And then so we kind of go through that whole process. And so, um, yeah, definitely. I. It's it's funny you're saying this because that's our next episode. <laughs> so awesome. yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even I didn't even when I mentioned that stuff I didn't even, hadn't even thought about that. I think it's probably because we had this discussion recently, so the topics was on my mind. Maybe about right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I mean, let let me ask you. I mean, what what have you guys been working on, either character wise or otherwise, uh, from a hobby perspective? Uh, Josh, you want to go first? Sure, sure. So I got. Um, Right now, a lot of Emperor's Children stuff has been over the last like probably over the last like month and a half. A lot of Emperor's Children. I have like I got two Land Raiders built, uh, or I have one Land Raider built up. I'm going to be building up a second one. I have two Razorbacks that I'm either going to be building as Razorbacks or as um, an assault. Uh, an assault ramp rhino which we're looking at doing like some alternate and kind of trying out some custom rules ourselves with our mm-hmm. group, like within our community and play testing it out of course that'd be cool um so so yeah so i so two of those um and then what else the two land raiders uh the 10 tartaros terminators the 20 or 20 man assault squad and this is all just being assembled not not painted (laughs) (laughs) very clear very clear (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah this is just is just getting all this stuff assembled and then as far as painted uh the raven guard the or the alpha legion raven guard guys um that are so the the 10 i guess it's like 10 mark 6 um alpha legionnaires that are uh, inf- that have infiltrated the Raven Guard, and those I got those painted and based um, for the Decurion event we were doing, which mm-hmm. is definitely cool to have them have them finished up. Nice. So. Uh, do you weather those guys at all? Um, I actually I haven't yet. I I just I just did the I just finished painting them and getting them like getting them ready. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone over and done any like chipping or any of the. Uh, or any of the transfers yeah so that's the other thing i'm going to put alpha legion transfers on them even though they're black like the raven guard mm-hmm. um yeah. is uh yeah. I, like I, I mean i don't i don't know how you do your your weathering i do the two-tone kind of stuff but i was okay. just thinking what might be like pretty pretty all right is uh if you put like for your second color like the deeper chips okay. put like alpha legion colors poking out through them oh awesome. yeah so it's almost like the paint like the paint underneath yeah yeah it's yeah. chipping off and showing off some of the blue i mean i don't know how you do your alpha legion so I, like that might not be a feasible like suggestion yeah, yeah. at all but <laughs> yeah and I don't, I don't know if it would look good either i have no idea but i, I remember a story um actually i think it i think it was one of the ones uh, with the, the guys from the sisyphium and uh they find like legionnaires but the paint is chipping off and there's alpha legion like paint underneath Ah, uh, yeah. I, like deliverance lost. Yeah, it might, it might have. It might. No, I don't think it was. No, it wasn't lost. Um, hey, I know. I know what you're referring to. That's that's the ones that infiltrate. Right. Those are Omegons, like infiltrators that kind of steal, steal some faces from the Raven Guard. Right. Um, but no, there's there's like another one where they find a bunch of like just corpses, and 
they think they're loyal, but I'm on closer inspection, they can see that there's chips. So they like scrape some more of it off and it's like an alpha Legion symbol underneath <laughs> and the alpha uh, Legion paint color. And they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like, we're fucking dead. It's trapped. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. If, if I remember correctly, I could be way off. I remember the chip paint poking through though. Cool deal. Well, yeah. um, I know we we were gonna have or we had uh, some some stuff ready for underutilized units. Um, I know it was I don't I don't know if um, that's the or if that's the flow, but yeah, I know we had the underutilized yep. unit stuff ready as well. If y'all want to jump into that? Yeah, um, we'll we'll get to that here in a second. But uh, Daniel, cool. why don't you uh, why don't you rock oh. off with um, what you've been up to? Oh yeah, so. Outside of painting, uh, so I, I'm, I paint commissions like most all day, so I don't really count those <laughs> as hobby progress at all. That's right. <laughs> um, so, but it's so in as far as my stuff that I'm working on personally, um, I'm slowly getting around that uh, Sons of Horus Prayer Tour that Forge rolled oh so graciously accidentally <laughs> gave me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm eventually going to start or. I'm, I'm working on him very slowly. I've been, I'm kind of running a couple concepts as far as how I want to uh, uh, kind of paint him. And I've been kind of lollygagging on that, but um, yeah. I'm pr pretty sure now that I said it on your podcast, um, I should probably start working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see what it looks like painted. I mean, just saying. <laughs> yeah. So Forge World has, or uh, I think, Warhammer community has a soon after um, I posted on my Instagram and YouTube the the 360 of the model yeah. unpainted, um, mm -hmm. and then Valrak um, kind of posted uh, a a review of it. Um, shortly, I think the very next day after that, um, Forge World released the model, or yeah. as far not released, but released uh, the community post. And it, it's all fully painted up and whatnot on there. So yeah, yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I find that it, like I, that paint job is really good. I like it. Um, but I, I, I kind of want to take it a different direction. Uh, not to say that their direction was bad. Not in any way, shape, or form. It's it's a fantastically painted model. I just yeah. I want to see maybe if I want to take it in a different direction than that. It's very um, bright. Like like mm -hmm. like they, they they've done it in a very bright color scheme. Yeah. A lot and, of golds, a lot of brass looking tones. And and there's nothing like obviously the, the colors that they're using is Lupercal green is probably a primary uh, color mm -hmm. that they yeah. used for that green. They're probably using um I don't know uh, some of uh, like again the Citadel range and whatnot. Um, but to kind of well, go, I'm, I'm thinking a little bit more muted colors. So yeah, I, I, just, I'm, and also I'm, just I'm, taking a different. You're you're looking to more show off the color. Whereas GW and and this is complete right of GW, they're looking to sell the model. They're painting right. in a way that that shows off the model very well. Exactly. Exactly. Having, yeah, with that, the, I guess the more GW style painting, whereas you want to do it with more with what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So like you know, GW, the way they paint is again like you hit it on the head. They they do a lot of like their paint jobs. Um, it really showcases the detail of the model um Very especially well. with yes. all really the edge really highlighting cool. that they do and all that yeah. it really kind of draws your eye to exactly what they're trying to um 
what, what they're trying to show off. Like, look yeah. at these little details here that you may not have seen before or anything of that nature. It's really trying to give you a, a full focus of, of a showcase of that model mm -hmm. as opposed yeah. where what I kind of want to do and is, is something a little bit more along the lines of, of giving it more of a, that old school 30 K aesthetic to it, more of a, a, um, uh, like the like, Death Guard or the Night Lord. Not, or not the, more gritty images on. Yeah, just a grittier look, more like a uh, historical well, like the images for those legions mm -hmm. on Fort yeah, like, like the Death like, Guard, the the more original ones that got models and releases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like the 2012 paint jobs um, that were done. Yeah, the World Eaters. Yeah. Yeah, by yeah. Matt Kane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, you got Matt. Yes, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. And and so I'm I'm kind of thinking a little bit more along those lines. Obviously, I'm no Matt Cain, so <laughs> like not even close. Um, but um, but just kind of get a little bit more inspiration from like I don't know historical miniature modeling. I, I yep. suppose you know. Mm -hmm. So trying to go off of that kind of aspect and 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 also trying to see kind of what colors I want to do. And and because of me just honestly procrastinating on that. Um, I've really have no progress on it. So, <laughs> well, no, you um, got your, uh, you got your, your medical, uh, you did that last night. You got your medical thing built up. Uh, but you see that that's procrastination on, on what I really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> well, and then you also, you got some stuff for your blood angels. You got that. You got some work on that. You got your whole forge world builder in. There's yeah, some stuff you've got done recently in the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, I, I suppose so. I suppose so. But I, I'm yeah. ordering from Forge, I don't really know if that's hobby progress. <laughs> I, I think oh, if that's the case, then I'm, I've got an Argo <laughs> like, Paul done. Yeah, that's, that's like, uh, it's like every Christmas. There's just always like all those shit posts on Reddit. Here's my right. haul. <laughs> Fuck you, paint it and then post it and be like, I got this for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want two thousand pictures of boxes. <laughs> hey, those those white forge row boxes are uh, very spectacular in their own way. <laughs> yeah. I prefer the I prefer the 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 black ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the characters. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. yeah, Chef's Kiss box. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Right on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been procrastinating like crazy, too. I'm in this hobby challenge here in Waterloo. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to really take, like, my lightning and my storm eagle from my Ashen Claws to, like, the next level and, you know, weather them up and oil them and, and suits, you know, all that crap. And instead, I built, like, a squad of headhunters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ADHD there. <laughs> but headhunters are so cool. Like... Their aesthetic, yeah. the way they look. I mean, we're reading through Praetorian of Dorne right now. Me and Josh, mm -hmm. we yeah. kind of have a little challenge of just kind of like we're gonna try getting through all of Praetorian Dorne in like well, we decided, a weekend. We, yeah, we yeah we decided in four days we are gonna try and listen to this audio book for, for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was the most. We're not. I mean, we'll do the episode, but no, we're not. We're gonna delay it because of this. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 were literally. I think I think we're on chapter three or four, and we started yeah. earlier that day just yeah, to no, give you context. It was, yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> and 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 then you guys messaged us while we, we were while we were at the local gaming store saying, yeah, "Hey, like while I know we this playing. is." <laughs> we were rolling dice, and we get a message from y'all, and it's like, "Hey, I know this is really last minute, but do you want to get on the podcast tomorrow?" And me and Josh look at each other, and we're like. 
You want to do it? <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it, man. And then, and then it was this morning. I was listening to Praetorian of Door and like on the way to work. And then we ended up talking like sometime in the afternoon. And we were like, <laughs> really, and I was like, yeah, we're not like we I we don't have time to listen to Praetorian of Door and we're losing like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just just trickle happening. your episodes out a little bit and buy yourself some time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> but. But but I'm going back to the the headhunter kill teams. I mean, those models are just absolutely fantastic. And yeah. so you're, you're you're putting those together right now. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, seven of them done. I think I uh, in doing my ash and claws, I got really into like no longer doing uh, fully like unanimous looking units. Um, yeah. I got really into like actually having some variety just because it it I found it made painting them so much more enjoyable. Oh yeah. Uh, so and I've also got on the tabletop guys. too. It's like there's there's personality between one guy and another, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, I got like one of the crouching mark six legs um built up for that guy. Uh, you know, I've I've got the heavy bolter. I went and picked up um like the devastator kit because I like the one I like the heavy bolter with the string of munition coming out. Mm. Uh, I would have liked actually if I could have got the one that just has the things on the backpacks. I've always had this cool idea of like putting the backpack with the ammunition on a different guy, because instead uh. of him trying to like reach up and over, it'd be like they're partnered up. And you always read in the books like that the uh, the mm -hmm. the Marines are so like synchronous with each other. And yeah, instead, yeah. he would just like his heavy bolter empties out, and he would just disengage it with one hand and grab the the ammo rack like off of his buddy and just slap it in instead of trying to like reach up over his head with that giant pauldron and be yeah. like, let, let me just get this real quick guys. And, like, and he does it and he ends up we, like changing out the, the ammunition in like a second. And yeah. then he's just right back to firing. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Really, well, it, uh, it's really almost cool. like if, if you're looking at like, I don't know, uh, like uh fire maneuver kind of uh things especially within like let's say I don't, i'm not within cqb environments but let's say in like i i don't know your more special operations type stuff with special operation units throughout the world and whatnot they're doing a lot of that synchronization so if you go on youtube or anything of that nature and just watch the way they move now imagine those guys as superhumans yeah, doing that exact yeah, it's thing yeah. yeah yeah like like imagine them as eight foot tall genetically enhanced just like <clears throat> just demigods that are, that are <clears throat> doing that that are bred for war literally yeah. bred for war it'd be, it'd be on that, a level you can't even think about yeah you exactly. can't comprehend it uh, and that's where all that transhuman dread i think <clears throat> comes in uh <clears throat> you read about in the books um you know what I've, I'm, I'm looking actually i got i got like a blood angel start collecting sitting here because it was on a shelf um and it's got one of those heavy bolters like that. So maybe I'll just do uh, it for my other headhunter kill team, even oh though yeah. they won't, even though they won't match. But that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Different, different war gear, you know, different equipment, and also these are like special, like these are like specialized, like spec ops units. They're gonna pick their favorite like pattern of stuff. Yeah. Just you yeah. know, kind of like our like our spec ops do. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point actually. Okay, you've made me feel good about cool it. To, well, no, that's a cool way to tell the story too. And maybe, yeah. like, I don't know if you have the bolters yet, but go on and order, like, a different pattern of bolter for the squad. Get, like, uh, the Umbra Ferox or something from Forge World and then throw that on it. It's like yeah, the squad just using, prefers uh, that. Combi weapons. Oh, combi uh, weapons? Okay. Yeah, so I'm doing, sick. Yeah, I'm oh, doing yeah, them as, like, a squad of nine. Hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm doing them as, like, a squad of nine, and that way um, I can kind of make them do double duty. 
because yeah. uh, you know like for my Zomorsalis lists and Centurion lists, I can use Headhunter Leviathal, which will probably work pretty good. You um, and head, uh, sorry, go ahead. Headhunters is that so you guys use Mornival, the Land Speeder Cutter. Can you take yeah. uh, Land Speeder Cutters as a DT for uh, for Headhunters? I believe. Well, I know you can take it for Mordathan. For Mordathan, but I think yeah. it's, it's Mordathan and Headhunters are it the two could that can get it. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah. But with Headhunter Leviathal, though, this is where it gets tricky. Like as a right of war, any vehicles that you have have to start in reserve. So you're gonna like you kind of have to have a balancing act of like, okay, well, what infantry am I gonna put on the table okay. for turn mm-hmm. one? Um, and that's why I think it maybe doesn't function as well in like a 2,500, 3,000 point match as it would in like Centurion, right? Because uh, the Bane Strike ammunition is only 18 inches. But um, True. if I do them in a nine man squad with the one heavy bolter, then in 2,500, 3,000 point games, I can put them in a Land Raider Proteus with an Explorator Augury web as an eight man team and just drop the heavy bolter and then they become seekers with combi weapons so then they're playing double duty a little bit yeah and then yeah. if i run that in coils of the hydra then your reserves only come out on a six. <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> we've talked about that evilness <laughs> yeah um which is a totally like alpha legion thing to do so oh 100 i'm okay sabotaging comms is a big thing i would 100 uh, agree with that yeah uh so and yeah, that's I, only I, reserves that's not yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah never mind yeah, yeah, it's only, it's that wouldn't reserves. affect it wouldn't affect infiltrate. Okay. No, 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 no. It would only be things that are like kept in reserve coming on turn two. So like, like if you've got a bunch of drop, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. If you got a bunch of drop pods, half of them still come on normally at the start. How um, would that impact Maru Scara? Just out of curiosity. Ooh, yeah. It, it wouldn't impact it for your hidden blade because, because it, just you're, comes in automatically. it just comes in automatically. Okay. So you're not rolling for it. Yeah, perfect. So it would have zero effect. So if I like <laughs> rocked up with that list and you're just like, well, fuck you, buddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's two outflanking land raiders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could, yeah, and you could, you could just outflank two land raiders full of your own seekers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to fuck on mine, uh, and there'd be nothing I could do to stop it. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. And then uh, yeah, I pulled out my Cadus next conversion and dusted him off and thought about painting him for a little bit that's funny <laughs> yeah um yeah right on uh okay why don't we take a quick break and we can grab some drinks or anything and then uh we can jump into the underutilized units um this is arguably like our more popular episodes uh, yeah so we, people we, really we like, like these doing them. um and i like to try to find alternate ways to make things work so it'll be nice cool. to hear somebody else that isn't me talking um <laughs> <laughs> sounds good I'm, I'm looking forward to it right yeah. on
and welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. Part two with our special iterators guests. Uh, we're going to get into uh, part four of underutilized units. Um, so, yeah, uh, who wants to start us off? I have, I mean, I have one unit that I think definitely has some aspects that are really underutilized. Yeah. Cool. Let's hear it. All right. Take it away, Josh. Yeah. And again, I don't know if this has already been covered. Hopefully it has not. And if it has, hopefully it's definitely a different take on it. So, um, but the, uh, the, I would say the biggest thing is the tactical Marine. Um, I was kind of going through and like, I pulled up battle scribe and was looking through different units and was thinking, well, Hey, how is this underutilized? And like, most things are pretty straightforward, right? Like playing around with different tanks and, um, you know, different loadouts on tanks. Thought about Predators a little bit and uh, could definitely talk about that. But I think the biggest one is is the Tactical Marine, right? The um, And the way is the Legion-specific rules. Um, a lot of people look at Tactical Marines, like Dan and I were talking a little bit before this. We both came up with ideas individually and mm-hmm. then kind of discussed them together. So it was really cool. Yeah, because we we kind of both came to the same conclusion that yeah. I mean, not to say that tactic, not to say that tactical marines are underutilized, not, but 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 that they're under well, not they're underutilized, not they're not taken. Yeah, not yeah, that they're exactly. Represented, but they're underutilized. Well, exactly. I like it. Exactly. I like a lot. A lot. A lot of people see tactical marines as attacks. Exactly. That's yeah, the tax to play. And I get, I, I, I like where you guys are going with this. I like yeah, this one. So, so mm-hmm. every, again, everyone takes them because you have to take them. But everyone just goes, oh, like you said, it's a tax. It's something that it's like, oh, well, you know, I have to take these and now I can take all my cool stuff, right? But mm-hmm. both of us individually, because when you pose a question to us, we both kind of like molded over and then we kind of met up and we both came to that same conclusion. Like, hey, tactical Marines are under utilized and so yeah i'm sorry josh for cutting you off but but yeah i I think that's a yeah yeah well so so the tactical marines and i think and i think what um and i guess there were a few different points that i wanted to make particularly with the the legion specific rules right Mm -hmm. and when i think tactical marines or really just troop choices in general what i always the first question i ask is on a (laughs) one-to-one scale how is my troop choice going to beat another troop choice, right? If Mm -hmm. I have 10 tactical Marines and there's another 10 tactical Marines across the street, right? When that fight is basically is kind of where I start with it. And, um, and, and kind of getting back to the tax point, most people are like, Oh, well, I'll throw a melt bomb on the Sergeant. I'll give them artificer armor. I'll give them, you know, maybe a Legion specific, you know, uh, war gear and or, or a power, power fist, fist. Right? yeah yeah and then and that and that's the common thing and that works right and that that's cool but i like to really play to the narrative and like kind of really get into like the little the gritty like lore details i guess and really like represent that yeah so, you're not about that briar's vanilla ice cream you're all about that like <laughs> ben and jerry's yeah, yeah exactly i'm, I'm gonna like go to some moose tracks right <laughs> we're getting like some caramel and some, uh, some fudge up in here yeah yeah so, and if you can't tell he's an emperor's children player so <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 right right so yeah you gotta be a little fun with it um but no so so kind of thinking of it from that perspective right is is you know how are they like you know what can i what can i utilize and like 
um, we, we were talking about the example of like the blood angels, right? If you're playing blood angels and you are standing at, uh, you're sitting there at like, let's say 24 or 12 inches, right? And you're in a gunfight and yeah. you're shooting at iron warriors and they're shooting back at you, right? You are probably not going to win that fight. However, you have your plus one to your wound, right? In close yeah. combat. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you have to play to that. And think, okay, so maybe my tactical Marines, maybe I want to just run them really cheap. What's the point of even having the bolter? So I'm just going to switch it to the bolt pistol and the chainsword variant, right? And just mm -hmm. really take advantage of that and, and you know, turn one of that, that you know, tactical Marine engagement, right? That 1v1, you mm -hmm. know, kind of fake scenario in your head. Um, you know, turn one, you're moving and advancing, and then they're going to shoot. Right. And maybe maybe they get in rapid fire. Maybe they don't. And they're going to shoot if they're they are in rapid fire. You take a little bit more losses. But now you're in a situation where you are putting the numbers in, in your favor because you're getting that plus one to wound. So you're mm -hmm. wounding on threes instead of wounding on fours that you would be if you were in the in that bolter range. Right. So yeah. for every legion, like whatever it might be. Um, playing it out kind of in that situation. And that's kind of the first thing I, I like to think about. Um, and then the, then the second thing that I would think about with the tactical Marines is what changes can you make to it to make it better equip or to equip it to do a bigger task outside of just beating the, um, you know, another unit in a 1v1, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if, you know, if, if that's the only goal, like that's, you know, like, like that's not yeah. going to, that's not going to play a big role in the, in the overall game. Right. So like, um, so kind of the specific example that came to my mind is like with my night Lords, I'll run 20 man blobs with an apothecary, with an apothecary, but also with a nuncio box. Right. Mm -hmm. So that 20 man mm -hmm. blob beats other 20 man blobs by having the apothecary. So they're a little more survivable mm -hmm. and it's a 20 man blob. So I can take advantage of my night Lords outnumbering mm -hmm. role. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then I kind of go in extra with that, with giving them the, the chain sword or the, uh, the close combat weapons. Right. Um, so, but the bigger role they play is they are the nuncio box that, that works in, uh, in combination with the teleportation transponders on my terminators, right? Right, with the Contacar. So yeah. yeah, for the Contacar. So they operate as basically a transport for the Contacar, and that's the bigger role that they play. Especially the because they overall. Especially because they have infiltrate, or or do they? Do those ones have infiltrate or no? They don't stock, but they can get it when I play them with seven car, which I've done before. <laughs> and that's and that's a cool thing is that like what you're looking at it is you're yeah. like okay it's it, sure it's a vanilla tack squad and you're looking at it from this just that basic perspective but when it's you like infiltrate oh a but 20 when man blob of tactical marines and then mm -hmm. you move them up and then turn two you deep strike in 10 contacar with flamethrowers it's like I wasn't really expecting like like that tactical marine really played a big role in like mm -hmm. where where that came from. Yeah. 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 So now that now that vanilla's got like some crushed nuts on there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the thing is that cherries. But the thing is that any sing 
any squad of any legion can take advantage of their own niche, right? Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. and that's it's like he's just giving you an example of how yeah. the night lords might use it but yet again the blood angels would operate in a completely different fashion the world eaters right. i mean gosh they get freaking they get free well, and, and uh chain, chain axes, axes. And, yeah you have the you do the free chain axes and then you literally put your sergeant you, you take your sergeant with no upgrades like except for artificer armor and he literally just has a chain axe and you just mm -hmm. put him at the front Mm -hmm. just the tank but, just the and, tank armor exactly so like so like on on the tabletop on the tabletop he's basically the transport right but yeah, like yeah. in the look but if you're looking at it from the lore perspective this guy is literally like running up in the front because he's like yeah. i am the sergeant i yeah, get yeah. first dibs i'm gonna be there i'm gonna meet the enemy first and he's literally running in front of the rest of his men because He's a, he's a psychopath. He's got the butcher's nails singing yeah. in his ears, and he's going for it. And if he gets gunned down, okay, he gets gunned down. But the thing is that from the tabletop perspective, right, oh, he's doing his job. But then the theater of the mind aspect, it's like this guy is literally like leading the charge, mm -hmm. not because well, he's trying and, to be and, inspirational, but because he's he's because he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That or not because he cares that. about the guys behind him. Right, but, and that's on a 20-man yeah. despoiler tactical marine squad. And kind yeah. of bringing it back to the original question, right, is is that's all this, this uh, in, instead of looking at the tactical marines as a tax, right, mm -hmm. which is how most, which is, or at least, and when I say most people, I, I tip, or I'm really, like, referring to, like, online list building and, like, what you see as far as, like, forum posts and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you know, you know, your 10 man tactical squad. Oh, yeah, you have to take two of them. It's your tax. You put Artificer and a Power Fist on them and yeah. melt them up. Boom, done. And, right. And, and, and the other aspect to it, right, is I mean, if you think about it, <clears throat> base, base Legion tacticals are 125 points, right? Yeah. So when you're looking at that, okay, you, you, and you give them a 35 point rhino. Okay, you give the rhino dozer blades and then going to what Josh was talking about with the, with the Nuncio Vox, right? You literally use these guys, and they're basically deep bombing threats, right? As MSUs, if you want to look at it from that perspective, kind of going to like the whole Night Lords thing that he was talking about. But I mean, it could be really be utilized by any uh, legion. It's like these guys are scouting forward, zipping down like like full on blitzing with these rhinos, yeah, and getting into position. Yeah, get get getting exactly getting into the yeah. position that, that you want that deep that. strike unit to get into and mm -hmm. then again because of the nuncio box once they get out of the rhino you have that deep that squad deep strike out right and yeah. boom now you have an, a non-scouterable getting it directly where you need to go with no variables right mm -hmm. i mean isn't that every commander's dream where it's like you're oh, taking yeah. the 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 uh, uh variability out of the equation it's like well i don't well, really know if or when combo that and then you can combo that right so then the only variable is oh do i get that four up on turn two right and right. then you combo that with legions but you know legion specific rules and you combo it with um with uh with your your consoles right you know take a master of signal i think he gives a buff or some of some way i know some of yeah. can get buffs to it and it's not to <clears throat> And, and it's not to play it from like a a outside in perspective of like, well, I'm trying to do this to get the most effective combination to win in this way every single time. It's more so like, hey, if you're a commander, mm -hmm. and I think this is how the rules are written is like if you're a commander overseeing a force and overseeing an operation and you basically are said, hey, you can, you know, you are going to encounter a threat. Right. And you are going right. to have to do a thing and encounter a threat. 
these are the tools at your disposal. Pick whatever exactly. you want. That's list building, right? Exactly. Because so, so there's two ways. What we kind of talk about this in our podcast is there's two ways that you can kind of uh, list build, right? One way is you're looking at it from the meta perspective, and the meta mm -hmm. is okay. I'm trying to min max. I'm trying to get the most out of my points. I'm trying to say, okay, well, this is technically better than this. Statistically, this will do better than that. The probability of this, that, and the other thing, sure. right? And and you're looking at it from a more of a statistical perspective. The other way to look yeah. at it. Which I would say output. is exactly yeah. points per, that's a great way to put it. Um, yeah. but the but the other aspect of it is is using it from the like if you're a commanding officer, right? So if you're the commanding officer of let's say a platoon or a company or whatever the case may be, kind of like what what um what Josh was talking about, what you're what you're looking at is, hey, what are the assets that are available to me, right? That as a company commander that I can utilize from within my armory, right? Within what I what I have access to that the Legion is giving me access to that I can then put on the tabletop or not put on the but put on the back. Oh, we kind of lost you there. Go against again. You have this mission. I have. You, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You came back in. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it was just a little. Okay, burp. so like that, that I can come in from like, essentially, um, come into like uh, on onto the battlefield, and I need uh, specific roles to be taken care of, or I have a particular mission that I need to fulfill, and I have to make sure that I have, basically, my my strategy to employ what tactics or what, what strategy i'm trying to implement or with the goal that i'm trying to achieve on the mm -hmm. on the on the battlefield that's looking at it from within the world as opposed to looking at it from without of, yeah, of the universe that, that's you're looking a really at, good way to put it you're, yeah. you're looking at it from within like as if you are the company commander if you're the commanding officer and now you have to make those in-time decisions again it's getting into that instead of looking at it from a statistics perspective it's looking at it from more of a an rpg a role play perspective yeah right yeah. essentially if you want to look at it from almost like a military perspective you're doing a field exercise you yeah, know when you're going you're out and at it for utility and exactly. not for like how you know how many bullets you can shoot per second mm -hmm. um, and that that's actually exactly how we got into doing this i think i think it was like our second or third episode uh, maybe third or fourth yeah. where we did this for like first because i was like let's just let's think about these in in you know the different way than we we typically would have or that we would see people talk about them like in our local gaming group yeah Right. And it was always like, nah, that unit sucks, man. Why would you take that? Right. Like I would get crap for running like seekers or recon Marines. Dude, yeah. those are, those are so good. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or and even, they're fluffy. Like, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I, I got shit on for a long time about Raven guard. There was one guy. That, oh, no, Raven guard, Raven guard is so, they, Raven guard is so good. <laughs> Fury, like furious charge assault Marines is crazy good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I, I found the real trick with them is you, you have to either you have to pick if you're going to go by wing or by talent. You can't really mix the by wing and the by talent. Yeah, um, I find that's when it falls down. But yeah, like to your point, I've, I've run um, drop assault Vanguard works really good. All that furious yeah. assault. I chewed through yeah. like a Chigorian Brotherhood list. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, I usually play the infiltrating thing. And so that's a very different. That's a very like get in position fast and then. Mm run back and grab objectives when you need to by using, using yes. fleet. Ah, uh, yeah, because all your infantry also has that, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, and then cool. I think one of the things that was coming up when we when we first started doing the underutilized units, we started coming up with tactics and how to use these units, whether they were point effective or not. 
and how exactly. good they could be. And like one of our one of the ones people seem to love the most was our take on the tarantula and the death storm drop off. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tarantula is huge. The death storm drop pod is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You actually, Dan actually sold thing. me on the death storm drop drop pod for uh for just like like it, at least like oh you have some spare points and you're not really sure what to do with the rest of your list like throw in one or two of those and like yeah. and, it, and it's cool because like no one really brings them mm-hmm. so like I, I personally i just think it'd be fun to be like oh yeah i'm gonna bring two of these today and the opponent's like well what what like like what, like, what yeah like one the look on like, their face of deer in headlights kind of thing like yeah it's like like, should, like, like, am I hurry? like do i should i care about this like <laughs> also and also how do, how do you like because of there's that unknown factor it's like what, what am how do i deal handle that how do i deal with yeah, ex- exactly. yeah exactly it's yeah. like i wasn't expecting this and i'm not really sure like how i should feel so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i guess you know we are here now yes like, yeah. tell me how to feel about this <laughs> yeah yeah well i've been so- moving into it a little bit uh taking a slightly different spin on it as i've been taking units that like are super meta and just fucking twisting them like so oh, I've, I've got cool. a lightning and like I, I brought the lightning so the guy's like okay shit like i really got to protect my my shit from the lightning and then he leaves like all of his infantry out in the open i'm like oh i took phosphex bombs on it <laughs> and then, so i just fly <laughs> it know, over his infantry and just drop that that storming primar- comes in i have and a that- primary strike fighter that literally does that that just has phosphex like that's yeah. it's it's because it's the anti-meta and it's so funny yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, I, I, I got into it because it just fit like the lore for the Ashen Claws. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have book six on like an IV drip. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to take the Storm Eagle. And then sometimes I don't even have anything in the Storm Eagle. <laughs> I just fly it on like a gunship. <laughs> that is like, a distraction thing. So, like, spectacular. <laughs> Yeah, because then like I, I have the option with uh, Outlanders where any uh, infantry unit that doesn't have a dedicated transport has deep strike. Mm-hmm. So I take my Terminators and Narat Kearney in the gunship sometimes, but then other games I'll show up and I'll just like put them out. Like they'll teleport in and then the gunship, like the Storm Eagle just comes in and acts like a gunship. And then people are like super focused on that and then they're confused and it just throws them off their culture. <laughs> well, it doesn't things, always work, but it's hilarious. One of the things <laughs> I thought was great when you, we were having a conversation not too long ago and you were talking about uh, Zone Mortalis games and, uh, and you were like, so I think about taking tarantulas and Zone Mortalis and just setting them up as gun emplacements down hallways. Yeah. I thought that was just fucking That's ridiculously so good. That's great. That's yeah, just... and that, now you control the flow of the battle, right? So yeah. now you're 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 deciding where he goes instead of him deciding where he goes. Yeah, and I thought I, I mean as we were talking I... about earlier with uh we were talking about like kind of the flow of combat and like basically the person who controls movement first. What like if you control the movement of your opponent first, then you win the battle. And if they control your movement first, then they win the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, how important that is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if, if you look at one of the tenets of kind of what war fighting is, I mean, not, not really within the, well, it can be used within the 30 K universe, but let's, let's kind of just take a look at modern war fighting. Right. So when you look at modern war fighting and you're looking at, let's say um, like what's the nature of war and, and what are the characteristics really of modern day war fighting right one of those aspects right is causing um fluidity right you want to cause fluidity of your movement and your maneuverability 
on the battlefield, right? So when you're basically you're trying to make sure your success essentially depends on like a large part of, 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 of your ability to adapt to the ongoing circumstances on the battlefield, right? And exactly, well, not only just to respond, but be, be proactive in those in, in that maneuverability and to and to force your opponent to react to you and so that's a that's a concept that's within i would say like a uh, a modern military uh philosophy right for war fighting mm -hmm. and you can, mm -hmm. you can easily get those concepts and then transfer those into let's say the 30k universe right so like the the underutilized unit that i chose um or one of the other you uh the units that i chose was uh land speeders right mm, yeah. so like, I, I'm not talking about the javelin. I'm not talking about anything like, uh, you know, those the the, the forge roll, the the javelin, or anything like that. I'm talking about the the yeah. good old fashioned GW land speeder. Mars pattern wanna... land speeder. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or the the Proteus if you want to go like old school. But like, yeah. Like, it's, but essentially, <laughs> but essentially, like the like everyone kind of or at least from my perspective kind of like overlooks that because everyone just goes the well the, the javelin just so much cooler and and, and it is a really cool sculpt Which, and yeah it, it is a really cool model yeah um, i mean it, it looks like a flying race car i mean what's yeah. not mm -hmm. to like about it you know and i think but, at first glance the javelin also at first glance just seems to do the job better mm-hmm which but, and it and and it probably does do it better but or at least at first glance but there's ways to utilize the regular the regular land speeder like the mars or the proteus mm, right, right? Mm -hmm. in a in a slightly different way and in a and in a way that is almost you kind of have to like think a little bit more about it but when you but yeah because we already talked a little bit and i know we'd be yeah, we'd keep going sorry yeah yeah no no <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. no but you're right you're right on point that's exactly it is that like okay you're looking at a a, a javelin you go well take the javelin over the, over the other one because everyone always seems to overlook it but when you're looking at a regular land speeder i mean if you want they're to get so into this cheap. If, they're yeah, so, they're, they're, they're dirty. So you're cheap. looking at a model that is you're looking at a model that is 40 points per model, right? Yes. Yeah, it's 40 <laughs> like points. Four, four tactical it's, marines. Like. Yeah, it's literally worth four tactical marines. It has two whole points, armor 10 all the way around, right? Yeah, it so is like, it's fast and it's a skimmer, so it could jink. So again, yeah. and then and, and it, it can comes in terrain. It ignores terrain, so it's not worried about that. It can deep strike, which is huge, huge. <laughs> and ties and in of... with the nuncio box. Yeah, exactly. So now, now let's say you have these tactical marines, like we're talking about that blitz, right, of the rhinos yeah. jumping down. You get some guys that bounce out of a uh, of, of a rhino in a very key um, um, area of, of the battlefield, right, of the tabletop, yeah. right? Mm. And they have a nuncio box, and literally they, you have that dude that's just calling in, hey, land speeders, you got to come in right here at this spot. Or kind you of could take, like, or, or you could take, like, uh, like veterans, right? Take mm. veterans, give them the scout one so uh or i forget what what the the thing is called but the one that gives them the scout rule and then have them outflank have them come in and then if you get and then it, you know if you're lucky they come in turn two with a nuncio box and then turn three you have your uh your land speeders come in again if you're lucky they don't come in turn two then turn three they do and then you deep strike in land speeders in like in the opponent's backfield and yeah, now they exactly. have to and take I, like anti-scout those. I would say scout those vets up. Don't put them in outflank. Scout yeah, yeah. them up. Yeah, even Just have better. Them right yeah. there. And then, mm -hmm. and then on uh, 
like so you can redeploy them 12 inches so you can put them yeah. you can put mm -hmm. them at the uh like you know let's say you've you've got the 12 inch deployment line like just the ones where you're on the short edges right. um, which is one of the longer distance ones um so you're starting at 12 inches you can then move up 12 inches with the scout move so you're 24 inches up the board and yeah. then you can move another six inches mm -hmm. right? and then you can get out another six inches yeah right. so you're, you're already at like 36 inches you're halfway up the table and then if you wanted to you could run them exactly, yeah, exactly. And, and, and now all of a sudden like you've got a better threat area than um like a damocles command rhino exactly yeah, exactly and, and and if you're looking at it from like again we're going we're going theater of the mind right because you're trying to do the role play aspect this you literally have this squad who's scouting forward like exactly like what you said man you, you have these guys that are coming forward they're 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 getting in the right position that their commander needed them to get into and they're really so they're and, blitzing and then, up to and, that point to right then yeah. strike yeah well literally to call in cas right yeah exactly uh, close, yeah, close yeah. air support excuse me uh close air support so and then yeah. here comes these land speeders at the close air support and again <laughs> like you're looking at one to five per slot so imagine getting and i mean it could get expensive right but mm -hmm. you're looking at a 40 point model with a heavy bolter it has deep strike it's fast to skimmer right um the other cool thing is that you can give it you can kind of arm it either which way you want so let's say yeah. you want to give it a multi-melta to take out tanks right that yeah. multi-melta is going to cost you 10 points right it's if you want to give it a Volkite culverin to take out infantry and Volkite yep. culverins are nothing to sneeze at. Nope. Right? Yeah, Those strength things... six, heavy four. Yeah, that and then yeah, it's and on a, it's on a skimmer, so it's relentless. Yeah, exactly. With deflagrate at ten points. And yeah, then you exactly. Can, yeah. And then here is kind of the hidden gem of it all, right? Is that you can take up to <laughs> two hunter killer missiles. Well, no, five. And the graviton gun. Well, you can give the, yeah, you can give what, a graviton so, gun. Let's say you give it a multi melter and a graviton gun. I mean, that's like if you really want to go all out. <laughs> no, thanks. So uh, I, if you want to tell you right now, because I've run three of those in my Ashen Claws, it's the only thing I start on the table with. Um, mm -hmm. I that's run awesome. three land speeders with graviton guns, multi melters, and two hunter killers each. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, so and, I've. I go 12 inches and then I dump my hunter killer missiles. Mm -hmm. And then maybe if there's something in range, I shoot the graviton guns more to just control the movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I drop a, a, I have a dread claw to them. So, and then a dread claw drops, drops in as well. So now oh, they have to choose cool. if they're going to yeah. shoot at the dread claw full of like marauders or do they shoot at these three, like these three speeders. Yeah. And that, so they're that, like, that I don't even want to shoot at because there's not a whole bunch here, but right. everything's yeah. going to jank on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's what makes it because it's just an annoying unit. And then again, that gets to a second aspect, right. Of yeah. causing disorder on the, on the battlefield. Right. So again, we were talking back, about um like the 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 characteristics of war fighting right where there's like there's there's i mean if you google it or anything like that but there's 10 of them right and then so one of the one of the, another one of those aspects right is um causing disorder on the mm -hmm. battlefield right causing that disorder causing that that that, that complexity you're, you're you're bringing in complexities on the battlefield that that you would want your opponent to then create uh you want to get into your opponent's decision space and i'm not going to get too much into that but the, the long and the short of it is is that 
you're you're what you're trying to do is 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 you're you're forcing your opponent just kind of like what you said about hey i have my three land spaders and they're literally just like being annoying right mm-hmm. that what yeah. you're essentially doing is you're causing disorder within your opponent's kind of mind right of now i have to deal with this thing well i don't know where anything else is especially because you play raven guard there's things coming down all over the place and you're you're, yeah. you're he has to be preoccupied with this thing over here well at the same time i have no idea what the rest of the battle space may or may not look like yeah and so there's that psychological well, it doesn't give um, him time to aspect. respond he has to react mm-hmm. he, has, exactly. he has to have exactly. like He's he's on the back foot. Your opponent exactly. is on the back foot reacting, mm. and you are and you are responding by saying, mm. "Hey, this is the next step I'm taking." Yeah, exactly. So again, it's getting back to that point of that that point that I was saying earlier that you want to be proactive to kind of uh, shape the events uh, like to your advantage, right? Of uh, and 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 when you're you're shaping those events and your opponent reacts to that, right? That you are then reacting to his reaction in in a in a in a succinct manner mm-hmm. um it, it, that you've already kind of pre-established because of your because of uh, your initial um proactiveness in in causing him to 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 do what he's doing so yeah um so yeah so i'm, I'm again I'm not really looking at it from more of like a points perspective okay not looking at it like oh, oh well it's 40 points this 40 you know whatever and statistically i should get that many shots off look at it more from like hey maneuverability look, look at it from what what type of war like war fighting um strategies am i trying to employ and work and then going into to to basically what you you're trying to accomplish on the get, battlefield outside of outside of the dice yeah and if you want to get even kind of like more outside the box with it kind of with what we were talking about earlier with creating characters is you could even take like if you go okay cool this is an iron warriors character right who who maybe he you know maybe his flaw is he was given like he's not given that much armor right and maybe he's kind of like a a second you know like a second fiddle lieutenant right there's, you know, something like that. And he doesn't have access to the Vindicators and the Whirlwinds and the Medusas that the Iron Warriors have. But he wants to still, you know, have that same like shock and awe effect. Right. So instead, yeah. he uses land speeders with his big tactical or with his veteran squads that he has mm-hmm. command over. Mm-hmm. And, and he has them fly in and, and you know, you may, they don't have missile launchers, but they, you know, they hit stuff with the multi Maltas. And like, and and you can really like tell cool stories in the battles as well. And then, and then, what's cool is when you have that, like, uh, that narrative tie-in. Even if they fly in and all the land speeders get blown up and they miss all their shots, like that's part of the story that you've created for your guys. And um, and so it's fun, regardless of what happens. You're like, oh, you know, like, like this is just, this is just like part of like. You know, on on this, you know, on this battle, this is what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, win, win or lose, exactly. you're still telling an excellent story. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The very first time I busted them out uh, was like early September, uh, like earlier this month, and I was yeah. playing uh, on mini wargaming, and mm-hmm. um, I like I dumped the six hunter killers at the Leviathan, and I like I hit it once. Like I just rolled rolled so badly. Uh, yeah. 
and did like I didn't even scratch the paint on the thing. And then I said, <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm gonna like skirt these guys around the outside because uh, like I want to I want to get a different angle on that uh, that Leviathan now. And he was playing Night Lords because um, the okay, Night Lords cool. and the Ashen Claws like just fucking hate each other. And uh, and so he outflanked his terror squads with Volkites. Oh yeah, those are nasty. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I know so about he was those. like, "I'm just gonna <laughs> deal with this before it causes me any more issues." So he outflanks like right next to them and just guns them down with Volkite, <laughs> yep. and they just crash into like a landing pad and burn up. And I'm like, "All right, well." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> now, like, but now you now you use the theater of the mind. Of yeah, what's well, exactly here. right. But right? to your point like, about forcing him to react, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. took that terror squad out of the game. Yeah, because yeah, he was exactly. scared of them, so he outflanked them to like the back side. Oh of yeah, the map. and, and, then, and, and those are I had the so rest he... of the the yeah. army like dropping in on him in Drig Claws and uh, Storm Eagle. Yeah, so yeah. you basically you forced him to come after those beaters, and they had nothing else to really do after that. Oh, yeah, and, exactly. and then so so and then and then even if you want to look at it from a meta points perspective, right? Those terror squads, those are like 300 points. Um, so when you when you kit them out with the Volkite and stuff, they're like 250, and depending on if you have melt bombs it's like 250, 275. Did, yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's like it's anywhere between 250 and 300 points, right? Yeah. So so that's so so okay. So you had your land speeders. How many did you have? I had three. They're 65 points a piece. So you're looking at like 195 points. Yeah, 195 yeah. points. So, so effectively a positive points trade, right? Yep. Yeah, and exactly. Even, and, and so even though on paper the javelin looks like, you know, not the, the thing, javelin, the, uh, yeah, the lance or the, uh, the speeder, yeah. Or the, the, um, or no, 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 the other one looks like the better one. Oh, oh yeah, 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 the javelin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though the javelin looks like the better one, how this other land speeder can kind of do these other little things, and when you put when you put more thought into it, you know, kind of getting back to what I was saying Mm -hmm. earlier, I guess just wanted to tie that back in. Right. Um, right. Because uh, it's 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 not only it's not just about the stats. You know, it's like oh well, he's weapons he's weapon skill five versus he's weapon skill four, whatever the case may be. It's like oh well, this. Math unit is objectively better statistically than that one. Exactly. Instead, it's like, well, what can I do with that? Okay. Yep. It's, it, it, instead of looking at it like, what is its limitations? It's what can I do with it? Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how, and that's when you kind of get into that mindset, it's, it unlocks all these great storytelling devices that, that, that previously your, your mind may not have been. Um, conjuring up, if Open that makes any and sense. Ready to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's unlocking a whole lot of combinations and storytelling tactics that you can do because you're not narrowing your train of thought into just like what is going to be the most point effective for me to use. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You 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 hit the nail in the head. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'll just no. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was I was done. But yeah, no. I. I and that's something we talk about a lot on our podcast. It's not it's not so much about what's gonna be the most effective, what's gonna you know be the best for your theme, bringing a cohesive story to even just your army. Not 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 necessarily just the game, but just even start with your army, having a story for your army. Yeah, exactly. I mean there's there's this sort of I mean, I, I've run into it occasionally 
but there's this kind of there's this thought that um narrative gaming means just pulling your punches mm-hmm. and just throwing mm-hmm. shit together to like weaken it down but if, no, not if you're at all. building things from like you know from from the perspective of like okay i'm a commander what am i going to put in here right or if you mm-hmm. look at say you know um in the in the black books there's numerous charts of like this is how a force or the sons of horus tactical company would be laid out and this mm-hmm. is how like a raven guard tactical company would be laid out and and even if you just built it off of that like you're gonna have a way more enjoyable time building and painting your army i think and then mm-hmm. If you if you end up in a meta where it is like a lot of min maxing, you're going to be really surprised uh, at your performance, uh, mm-hmm. especially once you get used to using it. Like you're going to end up with such an anti-meta list that they're not going to know, you know, what to do, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to do silly things like you know um, outflank a 300 point unit to deal with my like under 200 point unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 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 Right, because um, it's, it's just different and it's it's weird. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like like <laughs> like uh, it, yeah, exactly. It, it's so particularly if you're playing in that like really competitive. It's like you have three ten man tactical squads that aren't in rhinos. Like like why? <laughs> like like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it's yeah. also like that's thirty marines that are dirt cheap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, like, sure, blow them off the and, table. And that's one hundred twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, like okay, cool. Like yeah, if you're if your vindicator is shooting at tactical marines, like <laughs> the great, like <laughs> like, <laughs> like like there's a lot of other things that it should be shooting at, but it's yeah. not. <laughs> oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Hundred um, <laughs> percent. And, and so w- one last point I wanted to make about the the land speeders is not only are they cheap from a from a point wise perspective, but they're also cheap monetarily so like if you if you were to go on ebay like right now i mean (laughs) like i i I, just before the show i just 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 to check it up just to uh just to humor myself just to see okay what what how much do they go for there there's like five of them online right now on ebay for like less than twenty dollars and so if you think about that let's say round up twenty dollars per pop right that's so you're getting five for for a (laughs) hundred bucks (laughs) yeah. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, think about that. Yeah. Like, so again, it, it and we're talking about ease of access into 30k, especially for for newcomers into 30k or people who have already have a 30k list and maybe or they've been they're veteran of playing 30, uh, you know, playing the horse heresy, but also want to bring in a new or a different aspect to their legion. That is a hobby prices wise, at least. That is a very cheap way to insert a completely different dynamic into your what your legion is capable of doing yeah yeah Uh, yeah 100% and and I mean just for like a Canadian comparison to that price point uh there's currently for like $70 Canadian plus like $23 shipping uh you can get one two three four five uh six land speeders <laughs> one new one sprue one's like the storm so you can use that as like a whisper cutter and two um, and two razorbacks and two razorbacks <laughs> i think we're looking at the same pods. listing alex <laughs> yeah, that's a great deal right yeah, yeah. Where is that? i'm gonna, I'm gonna go buy Christ. that right now yeah <laughs> well I'll send you, like, uh <laughs> including like with mournable rules you can use that the you know the 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 land speeder scout thing as the cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? the cutter so the transport. Sick. Um 
and and the the rest of it like it fits right in. I mean, you're gonna have to strap a new body because it looks like somebody blew the top half of the passenger out in one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> two of them actually. But I mean, yeah, and we we got tons of bodies laying around. Um, I have we have a guy. Actually, sorry, we have a guy who does who has who does Raven Guard with the land speeder cutter, and yeah. he literally just had he's and this is a list he's planning out. And he was like, well, I could do more Dathan in the land speeder cutter as a dedicated transport. But he's like, but I don't have to take it as a dedicated transport, right? And I'm like, no. And he's like, so I could just take a plasma support squad and then just take <laughs> and then just take the land speeder cutter as a fast attack and just yeah. put the plasma support in the land speeder cutter and just have them like shoot out of it because it's open top and have it just fly around and shoot stuff. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you can do yeah. that. And, it, yeah. and, he, and he's like, he's like, all right. So like, how do I make that like the focus of my list? It's a 31st millennium of a drive-by. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah much. Funny I, might, I might copy that actually. I was looking at making, I was looking at making a, uh, cool. A tactical company for Agapito, and I've got like a plasma support squad in there because I'm like, if he really hates word bearers, what's he gonna want to do to them? Oh, <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah, like, no, yeah, he's probably gonna want to be like as nasty as fucking possible. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, but I, I was just thinking with these guys that are blown out of the top, um, the Graviton guns just came back for like mm-hmm. standard Marine support squads. Oh yeah, that's true. Instead of like working up, like, because the way I did it was I I took the graviton guns from my Proteus pattern land speeders, which I have outfitted with um, Volkites and heavy bolters, and I like worked into where the aerial sits. But it would have been cooler to have the gunner just holding the gun. Mm. Oh yeah, or like, have like graviton. a dude like like having a dude like hanging off the side with it in his hand or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, or just have the driver like one handing it over the little windshield thing. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. yeah. Yeah, just like fucking Terminator 2 style and the <laughs> when he's on the motorcycle with the Winchester action. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, right on. Well, uh look, we're we're getting pretty long in the tooth and I mean for everybody but Craig it's almost one in the morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so but, hey, we, we do have a couple that we'll get into next time, but I think Craig is going to do the Cestus, and I was going to yeah. do the Whirlwind. Um, and, and actually, I got the idea for the Whirlwind over um, how you were gushing over Nuncio Voxes, and I was like, fuck, actually, the Whirlwind's probably really good for that. Mm-hmm. You, can oh, hide you, get, you get that line of yeah. sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you can hide it. Then it doesn't have to move, and then you're getting heavy D, heavy one plus D3, potentially yeah. four shots of, like, strength eight AP3, like, blast yeah. templates oh that'll that that deletes if you get if you get um i i've done that with uh with my night lords as well actually yeah. oh okay yeah you, yeah. Will, you will you will delete um you will delete other infantry squads even and even if it's like uh it's like the counter if there's like a lot of people that bring apothecaries with 20 man tactical blobs it mm. just it hard counters that yeah yeah because well, oh, yeah. it's barrage right so you can choose yeah. where on the guy you're going to put it and you can just have it yep. avoid those like artificer armor sergeants and yep and uh, and apothecaries and just start thinning them out like crazy yeah yeah um, works especially well for world leaders those big world leader blobs mm. yep oh, yeah. duct eye the 20 man mm-hmm. duct eye squads, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they don't get the feel no pain because it's strength eight. 
So he yeah. just he just, he just cuts. You're just, just mulching them. Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I mean, kind of going off of that, like just kind of like an idea off of that. Like, I don't know if anyone's read Betrayer or not. Oh, but yeah. There's that scene where Karn is trying to hold back his his, you know, his boys as they're, you know, like looking at the the Ultramarines line and the Ultramarines are like all in in, in their typical Roman formation and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, we need a charge because they're 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 firing. Um, they're, they're, they're firing like, uh, artillery over us, like, and they're hitting us in the back and they're basically like urging them forward. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. we're going to like put them between a, a rock and the hard place. And yeah. and so again, you're getting little tidbits. Now, granted, you don't have to play world leaders and, and, and ultramarines to make, in order to make that kind of theater, of the mind a reality in whatever yeah. game you're playing, whether it could be world leaders or it could be you know, sons of Horus versus, um, Raven guard. It could be anything. Um, but kind of getting tidbits of the world of what you read in the lore and kind of taking those inspiration thoughts or mm. ideas and then creating your narrative out of that for whatever your legion is and whatever story you're telling on the tabletop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I literally Actually, I think the sorry, go ahead, Craig. I literally based my entire world leaders army around Betrayer, including adding nice. um, the Melkador siege tanks. Like oh, I, yeah. I have two Melkador siege tanks just and and the destroyers for my world leaders just based mm-hmm. off that book because I just love that book so much, and I do mm-hmm. remember that scene when they were like basically the the Ultramarines were trying to force them forward and charge them by right. shelling behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The Iron and, and... Warriors did that on Isfan mm-hmm. Five as well. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, it makes sense because they they <laughs> like they fired it into the middle and it pushed them in two different directions, right? So it either, yeah, so they're splitting it, it their kept forces, pushing people towards like the traders on the hill, and it's pushing the already like wiped out dudes who are trying to like come back to what they think are loyalist lines to swap out, and it pushes them further into the guns, and the yeah. Iron Warriors just line up like on Aegis <clears throat> defense lines with bolt guns and just start boom, like boom, chewing boom, them boom. up. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Um. Well, shit. I mean, that just leaves the Cestus. Let's just hammer that one out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, for uh transport, uh, I think it's underutilized big time because I mean, it takes ten Terminators no matter what. I mean, you're not going to be throwing no Primark in there, but I mean, you can ram other vehicles with it. It has yeah, uh yeah. that melt gun on it. The um. Yeah, so- the uh, three-inch blast template for the Melta. Oh, the Magna yeah. Melta. The Magna Melta, yeah. And yeah. that's something you find on the... It also has a five-plus invulnerable save on the front. Oh, I know. Oh, and yeah. 13, 13, yeah. 11. Including against its RAM. RAM, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's where I think it really shines for me. Is ramming other vehicles. Son of a bitch into hover mode. Like, I want... <laughs> I, so, one of, one of the early games I played with my Raven Guard... Um, the guy showed up super late and I'd set the table up and I just kind of set it up like a city, like, you know, decent amount of terrain, like probably 70% terrain or something. And he goes, well, like this kind of favors you like, cause you're Raven guard. And I said, okay. And I said, well, you can make like a couple quick changes if you want. And so he just like opens the middle of the table up and then proceeds mm-hmm. to like take out vindicator siege tanks. And I'm oh like, Oh fuck. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. 
And uh, I killed two of his Vindicator siege tanks by just driving a rhino into the front end of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's awesome. the move, man. Yeah. 35 foot rhino. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's and like hilarious. he was so frustrated. He just keeps like driving it backwards to try to get away from it. And then <laughs> yeah, I just keep like. That's so funny. And like I drove, I like, I swear oh to God, God, it pushed this thing like ha- halfway around the path. <laughs> Because like, <laughs> he just kept trying to back so, up, and I was just like, "What you're saying is a little, that. a little 35 point rhino is bullying this." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah absolutely like, bullying. It's like a chihuahua bullying like a pit bull. Like, like think about like World War II. Like, imagine some like German, uh, some German Panzers, right? That yeah. are like out of ammo, come up against some, uh, some like Russian heavy tanks. And like uh, T-34s or some of that yeah. nature. Yeah, and they're like, well, we don't know. We can't outgun them. We don't have any ammunition, so we're just going to drive up against them and, like, just be so close they can't hit us. Like, well, <laughs> just like... Yeah. like well, I, I, think, I think that's what yeah, the Russians exactly did, that. actually. The Russians, I think, were... Oh, that, I, I forget the battle line. And on the Eastern Front is not something that I'm too, too familiar with at, uh, currently at the moment, but the Russians, yeah. what they would do is they would, because they had maneuverability on the, on the German panzers, they would basically, again, using that principle of outmaneuvering your opponent, right. And, and yeah. causing that fluidity on the battlefield, mm-hmm. they would outmaneuver the panzers because they're a lot faster than them, ram them essentially, or get right up in their face and then just start pounding them. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. That, you know, in, in true good. Russian fashion, you know, like yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, it, if you drop your payload, the guy's probably mm. going to ignore your cestus, and then you can yeah. just like drive it yeah. into things. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, exactly. percent. Exactly. Right. It's a serious. Yeah. It's a serious threat to to land raiders and the size of Spartans. Like, I mean, it's got oh, thirteen. Yeah. Like that, and if that thing f- flies at full speed or hovers at full speed into the side of a a, a land raider or a Spartan, it's going to do some damage, and you get a five up invulnerable save against against yeah, that exactly. round. And, and 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 the other thing is that, like, I mean, think about it from again theater of the mind aspect. You're looking at some a dedicated kamikaze. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. So it's you, know, if you want to get some inspiration from like I guess like the Pacific uh, theater and during World War II. I mean, look at kind of that that perspective of how they operated, mm-hmm. and then or of how the Kamikazes uh, operated, and you know, in in their uh, their I guess with, within the, the the naval combats and how they would mm-hmm. you know basically slam into things, and then use that kind of perspective on when you're playing your games. It's it's yeah. so it, there's the, the, yeah. the possibilities are literally endless as far as that that theater of the mind and again yeah. win or lose you're still telling a great and fantastic story yeah yeah so i, I mean just just on that that last point um i heard about a I, I think it was jp telling me this happened to him um on that maneuverability with ramming things uh he was playing against an alpha legion player who mm-hmm. drove two of his rhinos in kind of like a t formation on the back of like a terminator squad or I think it was a Terminator squad. It could have been a tactical squad or something, which kind of created like this sort of house around it. And then oh, yeah, just drove a fucking tight. land raider at it so that they couldn't <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so he herded just, them. Like, yeah. yeah. That's and perfect. basically like it just removes them from the table because they can't get out of the way of the tank shot. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Brilliant. Like, uh, and that's mind. so cool. Theater of the mind too. It's literally just driving Terminator. Like it's literally just crushing these Terminators over its own tanks. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. he was like, oh, fuck, like, I ain't dealing with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's it's like, like, all right, one, hey, if this someone does, unit, like, yeah, it does something cheesy, <laughs> you can kind of have a cheesy response to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was just like, I'm going to wholesale steal that. And he's like, you're, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> right on. Uh, well, hey, look, guys, thanks for coming on. Uh, I really mm, appreciate yeah. it. Um, for anyone who hasn't checked out the iterators yet, definitely check it out. It's rapidly becoming one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, yeah. Um, why don't you guys uh, why don't you guys shout out where they can find you at? Absolutely. So you can find the Iterators podcast on any podcast medium. Uh, so it, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, soon to be Google uh, podcasts, we're, we're in the process of getting that since we're very new. They kind of have this weird vetting process. Yeah. But literally any podcast, um, <laughs> any any podcast application or app that you uh, that you can find podcasts on, we should be on that. Um, also, you can find us on the, the Iterators podcast um, on, on our Instagram page. Um, so we, we have an Instagram page. We also have, and, um, a have a Facebook page. and that will be, have, that will have all of our latest updates as far as when we're going to be dropping episodes, maybe little, uh, bat reps and things of that nature that we're going to mm. be kind of what going on within the community. Um, and then also we're in the midst of creating our, uh, discord server as well. So that yeah, we're going to do hobby challenges with, uh, with that and, and also just show like what we're doing as well, which will be cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so, also kind of just to see kind of what the, the community uh, just, you know, wants yeah, to, see what you to guys show off. To. Uh-huh, yeah, absolutely. Because that, that'll be awesome. So if any of y'all have any questions reg- uh, to us regarding anything, really, um, you know, whether it be uh, paint, anything from painting to creating uh, like a theater of the mind aspects uh, or trying to create like list building using the more role play aspects of, of the lore, um, definitely hit us up because, again, you're you're basically you're you're asking me to talk about 30k oh yeah I'll, 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 <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice man <laughs> so and 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 josh and i i, I just love talking 30k we i mean we do it literally on a daily basis um, on our ways to work and whatnot so um yeah awesome. i mean yeah absolutely right on. uh also uh don't forget Everybody, check out Little Legend Studio and Matt Kane on Instagram, Little Legend Studio and Broken Arrow 2000. Uh, be sure to check out their Patreon as well, um, Little Legend Studio on Patreon, uh, and check out the blog. Um, don't forget to check out Oil Spill Painting Studio because you forgot to shout that out. And <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. No worries. Um, Craig's on Instagram as well. Craig or the Barbarian. You can check us out on Instagram uh, at the DAB Podcast or on Facebook at DAB Podcast. And uh, email deathandbetrayal at gmail.com if you want us to do a listener list or uh, you know scoop something together for you there. And then event-wise, don't forget that we still have the Las Vegas Open coming up uh, here in January. Tickets are still available because mm-hmm. um, we, we do have the room to expand uh michigan gt coming up october 8th as well and in november i lost my place here november 6 uh there's the edmonton shake off the rust slash lvo prep uh going down at uh, i think it's taps games it in is taps. edmonton it is taps okay cool yeah um right on uh we'll include links to uh their facebook group and um the instagram in the show notes so check that out and uh keep those geller fields up Take care, guys. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.